Hi everyone, my name is Samantha Mills, Marketing Manager for Sujeti UK and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. I'm here with Andrew Fullen, Sujeti's UK mobile subject matter expert, to discuss mobile testing today, including how it differs to testing web applications and the key things to consider when testing your mobile app. So, hi Andrew, would you tell us a little bit about your work to date and why mobile testing is such a hot topic for you and your current clients? Thank you, Sam. Yes, so basically I'm currently signed out to one of the UK's leading brands who are involved in gaming and gambling. We started off with mobile as being really quite a sort of little sideline that's growing almost month on month over the last couple of years that I've been involved with it. And it's gone from just having a little tiny app on one platform to becoming something that's actually driving revenue, it's driving sales, and it's driving awareness of our products very, very successfully, and the numbers that we're seeing going month on month are, are the such that make anybody sort of sit up and pay attention. It's really quite rewarding watching how this does develop and how the whole marketplace has changed over that time. We've gone from you know almost an unrecognizably small number of people who are communicating to us on their mobile phones to a position where it won't be too long before probably half the people that we deal with will have some way of communicating to us via their mobiles may not be directly using it to purchase our products, but maybe they're for getting information or for targeted messaging, things like sending notifications out to them when there's something that might be of interest to them, working with advertising agencies on how to integrate that information so that people get to know what's relevant to them so that you can target your marketing money more effectively. And it's certainly, as an organization, we've gone from it's only an app to it is the app, it's mobile, that's where we're going to drive the business, that's where everything's going to develop. And it just continues to grow and grow. I mean, at the moment, we probably have a couple of million people who, on a very regular basis, are using their mobile phones to communicate to us. And that's only going to grow and grow. And the mobile phones are just becoming more and more integral to that, more and more integrated into our daily lives. I mean, even myself, I no longer have a landline. I now only have a mobile phone, and that becomes my digital life. And that's one of, one of the things that's really quite important is to understand that, in fact, the phone is really just a small part of it now. It's a way of getting information to people. It's a way of getting information to them very quickly. And it's a way of being able to reduce your costs, increase your sales, and increase your brand recognition. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. So what kind of mobile testing work, more specifically, have you completed to date? Well, we started off with what were really very simple apps on just the Apple platform and these were just information about the most recent sort of games that we've run, results that people might want to check about or other little bits of information. Very simple, quite rudimentary and they've slowly been increased as we've learned lessons from it, as we've understood how the market reacts because nobody's gone there before so we're learning, our users are learning and the agencies and the suppliers that we work with, we're all learning as we go along with this. We try some things, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't work, and gradually the experience is becoming richer. So it goes from just being a very simple little app to an app that now allows you to go and actually purchase the gaming products, or a set of them. And we've gone from just having to deal with, well, it's just an app, which is actually the wrong attitude, and people have realized now as time goes by, not just within this organization, but across all organizations, that apps are probably the most powerful tool that's available to them. And in fact, they're probably one of the things that require the greatest level of care, the greatest level of testing, and the greatest level of passion to actually make sure they work. 
because you have one chance to get it right, one chance to sort of engage with people. And if there's somebody else out there that offers something similar and you don't get it right, you've only got a few seconds to capture and hold people's attention. And that's the sort of thing that we have to test for. It's not just a, does the app work? It has to be better than it just work. It has to work all of the time. Great. So tell us, designing and testing for mobile apps, how does it differ from web and other applications? Well, when we first started this sort of journey with us, we hit the idea that, well, it was just like the web, and people would be at their desktops, but smaller, and the phone would be a nice little compact way of doing that. In fact, what we've realized is that you can get away with things more easily on the desktop than you can on the phone. People, if they get a slow response, they think it's their home connection. They'll hit refresh. If something doesn't display correctly, you know, an image doesn't come down or something like that, they'll press refresh and try again. They have the assumption, probably just a problem on the line. With the mobile experience, that's changed. People expect it to be perfect. And it has to be perfect because the intimacy that people have with their phones is really quite intense. Personally, my digital life is on there. My contacts, my phone, my music. I even control my lighting and things like that with it. So for me, it is far more than just a device. And if I want something on there, I want something that will work, that I like to use, that isn't going to cause me any trouble, and will always work and I can trust, because it is so close to me. You hear people talk about their anxiety when they're separated from their phones. It's the sort of thing that you don't want to have happen with your app. And therefore, you really have to be better than best when it comes to testing your apps. You have to get the design as good as possible. And when you look at the numbers of people who can use an app and the speed of which information will flow around about them having a problem, if you put out an app that's bad, people will very quickly tell you there's a problem. There are things like the Apple Store and Google Play where people will leave their comments. And it's far easier for people to leave a negative comment and more likely that they will do. Even if they're getting something for free, they're still exchanging their time, their emotional involvement with you into that app. And you will get a lot of feedback that comes through these channels. Sometimes it can actually be quite hurtful, but you have to look beyond that. Because what you're actually discovering is these people are often the most passionate customers that you have. These are people who are investing the time to say something that isn't ideal from their point of view. And sometimes these people can almost act as brand ambassadors. So if you reach out and listen to them and take on board some of the things that they're saying in your testing, in your design, you can then start to engage with them. And when you actually can get somebody in respond back to saying there, we understand where you're coming from, we will do something about that. And then when you can go back another iteration later and say, yes, we've listened to you, here's something that we've changed. Again, you can then sort of bring those people on board. But it, it's a hard journey, but it's a rewarding one as well, especially when you can look and sort of see the numbers start swinging your way from being a fraction of a percentage of the people who may be coming onto the web infrastructure to a significant percentage of the people who are coming onto the infrastructure. And then as you watch it grow and grow, you start seeing people, even people who can't play or purchase what you actually sell coming on board, and people from outside of the country coming on board just to seeing what you're doing. And sometimes the flattery is when you start seeing the designs that you've put together and the things that you've made appearing in other people's apps. Yes, it's annoying, but it's also a bit flattering as well. One of the other things that we've learned is You've got a very limited time to engage with people when they started up for the first time. And Google can back this up with some studies that they've done. Is you've got between two and five seconds to grab them. If after five seconds you haven't got that data up there, 
chances are they'll go to somebody else. If you're lucky and you have a near monopoly in an area, they'll wait. But if they then go on and they find that, well, the app just doesn't work, they'll delete it and they'll go to a competitor and you need to avoid that. So it's trying to understand that it's not an app. It's almost a living thing that you're having to deal with because at the other end of it, there is a living person who is interacting in a very close period of time with you. And for them, it's a very personal and involved relationship. And that seems to be quite different from how it was on the web. It was more hands-off. You'll always be refining what's good and making it better and discarding what doesn't quite work. We found that with some of our tests. Last year, some tests were really good. As we've moved along, we've realized we don't need to do them anymore. We're in the situation where emulators used to be a popular way of doing the testing. And it's swung around again now to actually using the devices because the emulators just can't keep up with it. They're great for sort of testing that the story that you're trying to tell, the process that you're trying to tell works. But when it comes to actually testing it, you need to be on the devices. And it's one of the interesting things is just how involved you can actually get while testing on an app compared to in front of a desktop and a keyboard. When you sat at the keyboard with the monitor in front of you, there is a certain distance between you and what's happening. With the phone, you pick it up, you cradle it in your hand, you're tapping away on it. It may buzz, it may vibrate. You may get a, a call come through, an alert come through, a tweet might come through while you're doing that. And you're continually acting out various sort of scenarios for your life as you're actually using that app. And it, it's a more intense experience, I think. And it has to be a better experience than we've sometimes offered to people in the past. And I think the whole industry is realizing that and realizing that the whole idea that it's just an app isn't good enough. It has to be superb. I mean, we see that on average, people will use the app for about one and a half minutes, two minutes, which doesn't sound very much, but it's enough time for them to go and buy something, to go and check on various things and log out. But they'll come back, and they may come back a couple of times in the day or, or once a month, but they do come back. And it ties in with being able to track the sort of the user experience with things like Google Analytics with uh, Telium and other sort of tracking technologies that are out there to sort of understand the different types of platforms that people come in with, with the different sort of frames of mind that people come in with. When is a good time? When is a bad time? And you can see the sort of the spikes. And it tends to be week in, week out. You can predict what your level of activity is going to be. We're all, I think, pretty much creatures of habit. <laughs> yes, I agree. Especially when it comes to the apps we use and the time of day we're likely to use them. I know my train home is full of people reading the news and obviously checking their Facebook. So thanks, Andrew. That's really insightful. I'm afraid that brings us to the end of part one of our mobile versus web apps podcast. Make sure you listen to part two for more detail on battery and CPU usage, best practice for testing app updates and the importance of trust and keeping things simple. Thank you. <laughs>